Welcome to the Fantasy Blink, a daily podcast where we talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Beans, and I am your host today on Thursday, December 1st. Yes, we have broken into December. It is getting serious time in fantasy football time. Yep, for most leagues anyway, two weeks left of the regular season, and then Everything you've worked for, everything you've prepared for all season long comes down to the playoffs. Yep, episode number 597 today. We're going to talk Thursday night football. We're going to talk Sunday morning games. We're going to talk a little, first let's talk a little guillotine. Uh, We've got waivers clearing this morning in about a little little less than an hour. Uh, Insanitine will be clearing. Uh, Guys like A.J. Brown. Christian Watson, Cordero Patterson, Dalvin Cook, Mike Evans, Nick Chubb, Terry McLaurin, Zay Jones, all available uh, for anybody that's willing to put a little money into it. Uh, And when I say a little money, there is very little money left to go in this one. So, uh, yeah, make sure your bids are in if you uh, haven't done that already because uh, it's going to clear. And then uh, coast to coast. Uh, both these teams, by the way, down to six teams, six teams remaining, and coast to coast guys available this morning. Uh, waivers will be clearing at 9 a.m. Pacific time. That's noon for you East Coasters. Aaron Jones, <clears throat> Christian Watson again. Uh, see if we see any uh, uh, two-timers here. Cole Komet, Jacoby Myers, uh, Joe Burrow, Joshua Palmer, Keenan Allen, Latavius Murray, Travis Etienne. Yeah, I was able to sneak through with a big zero from Travis Etienne last week. So uh, we'll see if anybody wants to put a whole bunch of money on him, uh, expecting him to come back and play. We'll see. Tyler Boyd and Tyler Higby, just a few of the names available in the Coast to Coast League. Again, waivers clearing in about two hours there, just a little less than two hours. So get your bids in if you haven't already. Can't imagine that you haven't gotten your bids in at this point. So. Yeah, make it happen. Try to survive the cut to the next week. Try to make it into the final five. Started at 18 teams, down to six now, so we are two-thirds two-thirds of the way through. Uh, Going to be interesting. These teams are getting pretty loaded now, so uh, big scores uh, coming down the road. Anybody uh, that lays the egg is probably going to be out in that one. Got to have everybody at every position perform in order to make it through to the next to the next week there. So let's start off tonight with a Thursday night football. Should be a good one. Uh, the Bills, the 0-2 in division Buffalo Bills, taking on the New, New England Patriots in New England. Uh, I think we all remember last year's <clears throat> matchup in New England between these two teams. Pretty sure that it was in New England uh, where the rain and the wind were coming 
at in in Torrance, and the main the New England Patriots won the game passing the ball one time. One time they were able to somehow pull out a victory uh, passing the ball one time. They are, however, four and a half point underdogs in this one with a forty three and a half point over under on this game. Let's go. Let's go right to the under on this one. Right? I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, two good defenses, very good defenses coming into this. They know each other really well. Uh, this, this game tends to be on the lower-scoring side. <clears throat> so we'll go We'll go with the under there. And, uh, you know, I think the Bills are going to win the game, but I don't think they're going to win by more than four and a half. So I'm going to take the Patriots to cover that four and a half. Let me mark this down here, right? I gotta gotta take these notes. Lots of notes this week because I've got uh, my predictions. If you missed yesterday's podcast, uh, my ranking predictions, not uh, based on anything other than uh, my gut and what I feel like the week's gonna go like. So uh, I'll be keeping track of that as well as how I do on my picks here. So Patriots, um, get the mark there and to cover the four and a half points, and I like the under on this game uh you know your your bills that you're gonna play uh you're, you're playing singletary he's getting a lot of usage you know big big part of what they're trying to do on the ground and some work in the passing game as well obviously josh allen is a play if you've got him you're playing him uh stefan diggs should expect a, a you know your normal good night from him i think i had him in maybe in the top five this week uh let's see you know, you're left with the Dawson Knox decision, as always. Uh, will he score a touchdown or will he not? Uh, Isaiah McKenzie was pretty involved last week out of the slot. You know, maybe you're going to try to sneak him in there. Really depends on, you know, what you've got and, and who you have to play. Uh, Gabriel Davis, yeah, it's so hard with Gabriel Gabriel Davis. Uh, for most teams that have him, I have him in my on my guillotine. Uh, league team and I, I'm not playing him because I just can't at this point in the game I cannot afford the three for 35 that Gabriel Davis is so uh, accustomed to throwing out there right I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be bummed if I miss the four for 130 and two which he is also very capable of but I feel like uh, he just doesn't get the number of targets the number of receptions uh, that make him a viable every week option uh, in your lineup, you just—it's feast or famine with him. Uh, a lot like a Mike Williams type of player, uh, so I'm staying away from him and Guillotine. But more than likely, if you have him on your roster, he—he's probably your wide receiver three, I'm guessing. And you're probably—you're probably, probably going to put him in there. Probably going to play him on the Patriots side. Ramondre Stevenson uh, is a must-start in this one. Again, Damian Harris is not going to play. He was ruled out on Monday with a thigh injury, so he's going to be uh, – should be fantastic in this one. Just the passing game usage alone. Hopefully he gets in the in, in the end zone a couple times for you. And uh, Jacoby Myers, uh, if he plays, I think he's a little dinged up too. Um, Jacoby Myers, you're going to play as your probably standalone receiver here. You can take a chance with Hunter Henry, but, yeah, you know, you got to take that chance. You're you're banking on a touchdown, and that's the only way Hunter Henry's going to be relevant. Uh, he did it last week. Should have done it twice. That that was a catch, by the way. But uh, you know, you were you were happy with that. 
<clears throat> taking the Patriots to cover the four and a half and the under 43 and a half points uh, is my pick on this one. Moving to Sunday morning, the Sunday morning games, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in the AM. Got some teams on by, so it's going to be a little lighter schedule than we had last week. You start with the Steelers at the Falcons. The Falcons are actually giving a point and a half at home with a 42 point over under on this one. Again, I'm going <clears> to <throat> I'm going I'm going in on the unders here this week. I like the unders so far. Uh on the Steelers side of the ball, you know, uh, we're not sure what exactly is going on at running back and I don't think you can comfortably play anyone. Uh Jalen Warren might be coming back, which is going to muddy the waters quite a bit. It doesn't sound like Najee Harris is going to play. And then you got the Benny Snell factor. Um, it's it's just messy. I think really the only two guys you can, that you can play for the Steelers with confidence would be George Pickens and Pat Fryermuth would be it. Um, Deontay Johnson still, I don't believe, has scored a touchdown this year. He's just not he's not Cody Pickett's go to guy. It's it's Pickens. He's he seems to be the guy. He's getting the touchdowns. He's getting the important looks. He's getting the downfield looks. Um, I, I just don't like anybody else on the Steelers' side. On the Falcons' side of the ball, uh, good luck. Good luck. Cordero Patterson, I'll play him. Uh, that That's it. That's all I've got on the Falcons' side of the ball. There just is nothing, nothing you can count on um, in this game, and I think it's going to be on the low-scoring side of the 42 points there. I will take – I will take – Well, minus one and a half. Falcons minus one and a half. I'm going to uh, – this is messy. I'm going to take the Falcons. I'm going to take the Falcons to win this game and cover the one and a half points. Steelers on the road just, you know, they, they pulled it off in Indy, but I, I feel like the Falcons might be a little better team than Indy. As hard as it, as hard to say as, as, as that is, that's kind of where I'm going. So I'm taking the Falcons. Packers at the Bears. Uh, the Bears are getting three points at home and 42.5 point over under. I'm going to go with the over. I'm going to go over on this one. Um, we don't know exactly Justin Fields' status. We don't know Aaron Rodgers' status. Aaron Jones is going to have a big day, I think, in this one. So you're you're all over him. Uh, Christian Watson, it just you have to keep putting him in your lineup until he doesn't do something. He's not getting a ton of usage, averaging, I think, four catches a week, but um, but they're valuable catches, and he's getting in the end zone. So you, I think you got to play Christian Watson. Uh, that's about as far as I go. I'm not trusting Tunyon. I'm not trusting Alan Lazard. Uh, on the Bears' side, it's it's David Montgomery, and that is it. I mean, you can, you can try Chase Claypool. Um, Darnell Mooney's out for the season. He's done. So Claypool becomes the one there. Uh, Cole Komet. Maybe I think I've got him in my top twelve finishers this week, but you just don't you don't know who's throwing the ball to him. It's going to be Simeon again. Wasn't awesome last week. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to take I'm going to take the Packers to keep the dream alive here. They're giving three, but I'm going to take them to win the game on the road. They kind of have owned the Bears, and I just don't know what the Bears can throw out there. Might be interesting, a little more interesting if Fields can get out there, but I don't. I don't think he's going to play. Uh, doesn't doesn't look great. Jags at the Lions. This one should be fun. I 
picked Trevor Lawrence in my top, I think in the top three quarterbacks this week. He's going to keep the role going. <clears throat> Jaguars are not going to win the game, though. The Lions are going to cover the one and a half points, and it's going to go over the 51 and a half. So on the Jaguars side, obviously you're playing Trevor Lawrence because, you know, I've already said how much he, how, how, what I expect him to get out of this game. Uh, Zay Jones has been on fire. Uh, Travis Etienne says he's a go. He's a full go. I'm going to trust him again in guillotine. It might be the death of me, but uh, it's just too juicy of a matchup against the Lions to not have him in the game. So uh, I think you have to have to put Travis Etienne and Christian Kirk, I think is going to feast uh, in this one against the Lions as well. Didn't have him in my top 12, but uh, easily could break in there. Or did I? I might have snuck him in at 12. I think he's going to have a good day. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game on the Lions' side. I think you can also play Jared Goff in this one. Uh, as a streaming quarterback, you can. Uh, Jamal Williams, yes. Uh, we'll get in the end zone again. I'm not trusting DeAndre Swift. They're just not playing him enough. Uh, Monroe St. Brown is an absolute start for the Lions in this one. I'm going to take the Lions to win and cover the one-and-a-half points at home and the over 51 and a half in this one. Jets at the Vikings. This should be a great game. When did you say that? When's the last time you said that between the Jets and the Vikings? But you got the eight, uh, is it the eight and two or nine and two? Eight and two Vikings. Yeah, they got the win last week. They're nine and two. Yeah, the nine and two Vikings taking on the eight and three Jets, maybe? Eight and three or seven and four, somewhere in there. Um. At home, the Vikings are at home. They're giving three points, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go under on this one because the Jets' defense has just been pretty darn good. Forty-five and a half, though. Forty-five and a half. That's twenty-three to twenty-two. Nope. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go over on this one. Going to go over. Um, just, Mike White. I've got him in my top five. So you got to. They're going to score some points. The Jets are going to score some points. The Vikings are going to have to keep up at home. I am going to take. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings. I'm going to take the Vikings to beat the Jets. I, I want the Jets to win this one, uh, but I think the Vikings can do it and cover the three points on the Jets side of the ball. Obviously, you're going to play Mike White because I've got him in my top five uh, at running back. Good luck uh, if you're trusting any of these guys. I mean, they all could be relevant, right? Is it a Zonovan day? Well, maybe. Uh, I don't know if I'm trusting that though. Garrett Wilson, yes, absolutely. Uh, Trey Conklin, Trey is it Trey or Tyler? I struggle with that one. Conklin, anyway, at tight end, I think I, I think I'm playing him as well to, at at a very thin tight end position, right? And you know, Elijah Moore, maybe, maybe you can sneak him in as well. Depends how many points the Jets can put up on the Vikings side. I think Kirk Cousins is a Semi-safe play in this one. Dalvin Cook, of course. Justin Jefferson, yes. Uh, uh, TJ Hawkinson, absolutely. Uh, get those guys in. Going over the 45.5 points, and the Vikings will win this one by more, <clears throat> more than three points. The Manders at the Giants. Giants are giving one and a half points at home and in a 40.5 point over under. I'm going to go under. And I'm taking the Manders here because they are legit. And their defense is getting better and better each week. 
they're controlling the ball with the run. So play your Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson. I think you can get them both in there. They're both going to score this week. Uh, Terry McLaurin is as far as I go with the Manders. You might be able to stream Taylor Heineke uh, on the giant side of the ball. Uh, you're you're going to play Saquon because you have to, but uh, he's trending in the wrong direction in this one, and the Manders defense is going to be right there on top of him. He's the only guy uh, that I would trust barely uh, for the Giants in a game that they are going to lose. They're trending in the wrong way. The Manders are trending in the right way. Uh, we're taking the Manders, uh, getting a point and a half, and we're taking the under 40 and a half points on that one. Titans at the Eagles. <clears throat> a couple division leaders here, right? Uh, Titans easily leading their division, probably will easily win their division, and the Eagles uh, are going to be in a battle pretty soon here, I think, uh, with the Cowboys, because even at 10-1, and one, it's not a for-sure thing at this point. Eagles are giving 5.5 points at home. It's a 44.5 point over under. Uh, I think we have to we have to take the over on this one. That's only 24 to 20. I think they can get to that. Um, you know, both both good defenses, but uh, the Eagles are going to be able to pass on the Titans, and the Titans I think are going to be able to run on the Eagles. So uh, it'll be you know there'll be some scoring in this one. Uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, yes, Traylon Burks is a yes for me on that one. That's as far as I can go with the Titans. Eagles, uh, Jalen Hurts, of course, A.J. Brown, yes, going to have a big game. Uh, you might even be able to get some Devontae Smith in there. Uh, Miles Sanders, let's see if they want to go back uh, back to that game plan where he crushed, absolutely crushed last week. I don't think I have him going. The Titans are pretty decent against the run, so the Eagles are going to have to throw the ball in this one uh, to get things going. So I think I'm going to sit Sanders in the guillotine just because I've got some other options there. But uh, <clears throat> I will do it with one eye closed because, uh, you know, he just absolutely had a, had him in the lineup last week. I would have probably had the most points. Uh, <clears throat> Eagles, minus five and a half at home think this is going to be I feel like this is going to be a close game I'm going to take the Titans to cover but the Eagles to win this one and I've got the over 44 and a half Broncos at the Ravens the Ravens are giving eight and a half points uh Ravens haven't been outstanding they have uh you know they just do just enough and last week they thought they could do just enough and it wasn't enough and they lost the Jaguars so um they're gonna have to do a little bit more but the Broncos are are bad they're bad. 38 and a half points. So no matter what we do in Broncos games, the, no matter how low they go with this over under, it always ends up under. So I'm going under the 38 and a half, which is really low. And I'm taking the Ravens to cover the eight and a half. So basically, I think I have the Broncos probably scoring three points in this one. Hopefully the Ravens get the shutout. That would be sweet because, uh, you know, that would mean in insane, I would have a defense that gets the, 10-point bonus for the shutout. Um, let's see. On the Broncos' side, I am not starting anyone, not even Latavius Murray. Um, and he was okay last week, but he's not going to get in the end zone. And if he's not getting in the end zone, he's not get, getting pass game usage. So you're not going to get that out of him. So good luck. Good luck. Uh, no Broncos. Not not starting a single Bronco on the Ravens' side. You know, you're hoping Lamar, Lamar snaps out of this. 
uh, this funk that he's in. Mark Andrews, you hope, hangs on to the ball in the end zone this time. Uh, who knows who's going to be running the ball? Is it going to be Gus? Is it going to be Drake? Is it going to be – I don't know. I'm not trusting anybody. Not really trusting trusting any receivers in the passing game either. Um, you just can't count on anybody coming through. So it's Mark Andrews and it's Lamar Jackson, and that's what you're going with <clears throat> on the Ravens side of the ball. Uh, and then our last – Oh, Trey. Oh, Trey. He's he's available, but it's too late yet again. Too far into this. Too far into this. Okay. Um, so, Browns at the Texans. Last one. Last morning game. Uh, this one's fun. Deshaun Watson in his return for the Browns, taking on his former team, the Texans, in Houston. They should be riled up for this one, the fans, whatever fans are there to see the game. The uh, Texans are getting seven points at home. I think I think I'm going to go with the under. 47 and a half points. I'm going to go with the under on this one as much as I don't want to. I want it to be a high-scoring game, but I, I think the Browns will just be able to – I'm assuming Kyle Allen is going to be the starting quarterback again, which was not good last week if the Dolphins hadn't sat everybody down and rested them. I, uh, they, they, it would have been a shutout, but they took the – foot off the gas and, and let the Texans back into that a little bit. The Browns will not do the same. I think all these 47 and a half points would have to come from the Cleveland side of the ball. They're going to try to run it because the Texans actually have been pretty good against the pass. So that brings into question, I'm playing Deshaun Watson this week over Tom Brady. Those are my choices because Kyler is on a bye. Um, and I'm hoping for 20. 20 out of Deshaun, so hopefully he gets a couple passes, uh, passing touchdowns or maybe a rushing touchdown in there. But it's going to be a whole lot of Nick Chubb uh, for the Browns this week. Probably some Kareem Hunt mixed in there. Uh, you can run on the Texans for sure. Um, so play Deshaun. There could be a lot of rust. Play Deshaun at your own risk. Uh, Amari Cooper historically is bad on the road and has been bad on the road this year. He's going to break out of that. He's going to break out of that funk with uh, Deshaun throwing him the ball. He's going to get involved. I don't think I would go as far as Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think maybe there will be enough involvement from David Njoku. You can sneak him in uh, to your tight end spot uh, for the Browns. On the Texan side of the ball, um, I think uh, Damian Pierce is going to have a little bit of a breakout again in this game. Going to keep the Texans at least in it for a little while. Uh, controlling the ball, the Browns don't stop the run very well. But I, I don't think I, I don't think I can go as far as Brandon Cooks in this one because Kyle Allen just looked so so stinking bad last week. That that's uh, yeah. And I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Browns to go ahead. Oh man, so yep, I'm gonna take the Browns. They're gonna get most of the 47 and a half points. Nope, but it's gonna be under that. So I'm gonna take the Browns to win the game. The under 47 and a half points, and the Browns are going to have to cover by uh, more than seven, more than seven to go. So, yeah, that is your Thursday night and your morning games. You're, you're all up to date on the uh, insane guillotine and the coast-to-coast guillotine, which are clearing today. Congratulations go out to uh, Buffalo 78. Got a baby boy on the way coming up here pretty soon. Um, awesome. 
really excited for him and his family. Um, number number two for them, uh, a little boy they've got on the way, which is even more exciting for the Bernards because they're not known, not very well known for uh, for slinging boys out there. A lot of a lot of girls, little girls running around. So happy for him, happy for them. Great job. Uh, made it through. Made it through basketball this morning. I went ahead just on a personal note. Usually I play on Tuesdays, and uh, it's it's just hard after work on Wednesdays. I work the long day on Wednesday and usually get home pretty late, and and I'm exhausted and hard to get up at, at 4 o'clock in the morning to get, get out on the basketball court to play. But uh, since I overslept on Tuesday, I thought, well, I, I really need to get out there and play on Thursday. So I made it out. Made it through, no major injuries to me anyway. Uh, my my man Nathan, we'll see we'll see how he recovers from the calf injury he suffered today. But this is this is what we go through. Um, I got through unscathed. Didn't play all that well. Uh, first game right out of the shoot. And and those of you that play a little uh, little pickup basketball, you can and are getting up there in years, <clears throat> you can probably relate to this. So uh, first game right out of the shoot. I'm. It, there are no good matchups. You know, you look around, it's four on four. And no good matchups across from me. I'm looking, ah, I don't want to guard him. No, definitely can't guard him. Uh, don't want anything to do with him. And then, you know, so then I'm left guarding somebody. And it, it's that guy, you know, the guy that uh, can shoot from outside or the guy that can blow right by you and, uh, you know, take you to the rack and finish you there. Well. I, I got that guy right off the bat. And, uh, you know, so he started out and, and buried a three over me. So then I had to come out a little bit on him, you know, uh, challenge him a little bit. And then he went right around me for an easy layup on the second one. And, uh, you know, it, off to a great start on the on the third possession down. He, uh, you know, made a little made a little move like he was going to blow by me and stepped back and hit another three. And, and at that point, uh, my team uh, started making uh, defensive changes at that point, uh, shifted me over to another guy. It, the game was basically over at that point. There wasn't a whole lot we could do. Uh, fortunately, never had to uh, defend that gentleman again for the rest of the day. But uh, sometimes that's the way it goes. You know, uh, I, there's one guy, one guy that that's out there that plays uh, that is older than me on the court out of. Uh, there were 17 of us, 17 guys today. Um, so if I can't, if I can't get matched up in a game with him, to where I can play against him, uh, and and he don't don't get me wrong, he torches me uh, just as much as anybody else. But uh, but I at least have a fighting chance. At least I can keep up with him running up and down the court. Uh, and he's not he's not taller than me, so. We have that going for each other. It's kind of a fun matchup. But uh, if I can't match up with him, uh, I'm usually at a disadvantage. I just can't, just physically can't keep up with these guys. But had a good day. Uh, there's no better way in my mind to get a 90-minute workout in uh, like I did today. Burned about 1,000 calories and had fun doing it for the, for the most part. Hit a couple shots, you know made a couple plays here and there, but, uh, it was fun. And I, and I, again, survived it. No major injuries, um, got through the day and, uh, good luck to Nathan. Hopefully that calf heals up quickly and, uh, he'll be back on the court 
hopefully sometime by next week or so. But I made it through and got to work on time, got the blink done. And uh, Trey, I'll be back tomorrow. We'll go over the afternoon games, the Sunday night game, the Monday night game. And uh, we'll yeah run down Thursday night football, which we got tonight on Amazon, 5, 5.30-ish. Uh, good luck, everyone, in the guillotines. Hope you get your guy or guys. And, yeah, let's wrap this thing up and uh, move it on. Move it on into our workday. Hopefully this gets you off to a good start, get you moving in the right direction. Gave you a little bit of information. I don't know if it's good information or not. I try. I do my best. Um, but, you know, it, it's all a guessing game anyway. Two more weeks to go, folks. Two more weeks in the regular season, and then we're going to get serious into the playoffs. So uh, get those lineups. Get your trades done if you need to. In, insane people, MSDers. Uh, if you want to make your make your moves to get ready for the uh, for the stretch run, do it now and uh, make it work. All right, I'm going to get out of here. For the Fantasy Blink, everybody have a great Thursday out there. We're almost there. We're almost to the weekend. You can do it. You can make it through. I'm the Commish, and I am over and out. <laughs>